1: Hello everyone and welcome to Blissful Living. I am Rochelle Lawson, the Queen of Feeling Fabulous, your host for today's show. And today we're going to be chatting about energizing your life from the inside out. My guest today is the fabulous Barbara Schiffman. And some of you may have recognized her name because she's been a guest on this show before. But let me just tell you briefly a little bit about Barbara and why it's so important for you to listen to, the, to today's show. Barbara is a certified hypnotherapist and an advanced Akashic record teacher, and she's also a life and soul balance coach. Now, why this is important to you is because she meaning Barbara is a highly regarded um, person. She was involved in Hollywood and the movie industry for a while and has had lots of experiences with different types of people from all walks of life and has transformed or transitioned into helping us to live our very best life. And some of that incorporates living in balance, um, being, you know, really in tune with ourselves and, uh, and taking a leap of faith as well as energizing our elements um, so that we can energize our life and what we're going to talk about today, I feel, is very important, especially as we've transitioned into this time of the year. So I just want to say welcome, Barbara Schiffman to the show. It's always a pleasure to have you as a guest. How, are, how, um, how fabulous the audience is going to be after they hear the conversation and the information and wisdom that you have to share with us. So welcome. Thank you
0: so much. I'm delighted to be here. I'm very excited we get to talk about these things today.
1: Yeah, it's um it's just, you know, I just wanna jump right in because, you know, energizing your life from the inside out is just something really yummy. And I know you're the you're an author and you've done some things and we'll let people know more about how I can find out what you've done and of course, you know, the books you've written and things of that nature. But let's just jump right in because when I talk about um life and soul balance I know what that means to me, but really when you're talking about it, what exactly do you mean by life and soul balance?
0: Well, when I started doing life coaching work, which is about uh, almost 20 years ago, primarily with people who were either in the entertainment industry and focused on their creative careers and really loving that part but feeling like they were out of touch with their lives because they were putting so much time into their career, and also a lot of entrepreneurs who had the same issues, they started asking me for tips and tools on how to enjoy the the time they had to spend on the rest of their life since so much of it was focused on their career. And I started looking at that and seeing that sometimes we think of balance as everything being perfect versus using what's working in our lives and what's giving us fuel or as I sometimes call it the juice to, to energize us up and, and all that positive energy that everyone talks about now with positive psychology and positive thinking, to use that positive energy that comes through that to help give us the energy we need to do those things that are either challenging for us or fun for us or moving our lives forward in our careers our family, our health, whatever area that might be. And along the way, working in the spiritual realm of things started to become a bigger part of that. And I found that sometimes people feel like they're spiritual when they go to church or temple or do something spiritual or do yoga, and it's separate from their life, whereas it's a part of their life. It's that soul part of body, mind, heart, and soul and they all work together. So even though people think of life coaching, life balance, life improvement, there's also that soul evolution part that our lives are contributing as the story we're living out in this lifetime, at least, if maybe other lifetimes as well, if that's something you'd like to to imagine. And that we're evolving at the soul level, at the bigger connective spiritual um, humanity. We're all part of the big whole together level through that soul part of this. And they are intertwined, like, like when you interlock your fingers and your hands work together, but your two hands can also be separate and also work together. So I think of them together, and by working on the soul level... It also helps balance out and bring into play the the interchangeableness and support of all the parts of our life. And by focusing on the life part, we're automatically evolving at the soul level. It goes hand in hand, literally.
1: So I guess what you're saying is the reason why, you know, one of the reasons why this is important for us is because these two really are interlocked and in, it's like if you're holding hands with someone and you interlock the fingers, these two are really interlocked in the process of helping us to um, live a better life and, and have that energy and be and be and feel balanced. Is that right?
0: Absolutely. And sometimes people feel like, The challenges in their life are not also ways that they are growing spiritually and how that feels. I mean, it's the difference between looking at what's outside of us, which is very much how we measure our lives, how much money we have in the bank, sometimes what kind of car we drive or house we live in, how other people see us and view us and treat us and value us even more than we value ourselves sometimes. And that inner part is the soul part, and they, one cannot exist without the other. We're all, as um, the, the great Jesuit philosopher said, uh, Tehard de Chardin said, we are spiritual beings having a human existence. Yeah. And some people feel like, the things they're doing in their ordinary life, washing the dishes, taking out the garbage, making the bed, are not spiritual acts, and yet they are. And the more I've started working with these concepts and using them as actual ways to easily and and with great fun in many cases kind of tune up our lives, I found that these everyday activities actually have vibration and energy which many of the metaphysical and now the quantum physics scientific approach all talk about, how everything has energy and vibration. And, you know, making the bed has a vibration. Taking out the garbage has a vibration. Playing with your kids or your animals has a vibration. Um, that, that they all tune us up from the inside through our energy and those things that make us feel good or put things in order. I mean, I actually get energized making the bed and never used to until I started looking at it this way. And part of it's the way you're viewing it adds that, that awareness and that focus. Because now when I put, when I put my husband's and my bed together, I'm putting things in order for the day. And it's really nice to come back to a bed where, you know, at least the sheets are pulled up and the, the comforter is kind of straightened out. At the end of the day, it just feels like it's waiting for me and it's going to embrace me as opposed to everything being rumpled and I have to straighten it out first.
1: Oh, I like that. I like how you said it just kind of sets you up for the day. Yeah, know, and then it's have... great to
0: come back to at night. It's the, it's the place I can go to that's waiting for me.
1: Oh yeah, that I like that because, you know, we all know when we come back to our beds at night we're looking for immediately comfort and and nourishment and, and you know, the the vibrant or I should maybe say relaxing energy from just being able to lay in our comfortable bed and, you know, prepare ourselves for sleep. So I, I really, really like that analogy of, you know, making up the bed and how by doing that, it's not necessarily a chore, but it becomes an um, energy enhancer for the rest of your day. And right, when I potential. do it
0: in the morning, I think I'm putting things in order. Then I'm more in a mental and energetic place throughout the day to be looking at what can I put in order. How can I just move things around on my desk? Or what can I have got 10 extra minutes before I have to go do something? What can I help take care of to put things in order? Because when things are in order, they feel calmer to me. And when I yeah. can look at things from that perspective, it's not like, oh, no, this is a mess. With the You know, when you're looking at things like the cup is half empty. That's looking not. at it, okay, what can I help put in order? Then my cup looks and feels half full.
1: Oh lovely. So these lovely. are all yeah.
0: energetic ways of looking at our everyday lives. I, and their soul work, not just life chores.
1: Oh, that's I like that. That's that's something really, really, really yummy and nourishing to the soul and I just want to take this time to say if you guys are out there listening you might this might be one of those times where when you're listening to the show you get a piece of paper a pen something to write with and take down some notes just so that you can remember what Barbara's saying of course you can always listen back to the show but just so you can remember what Barbara's saying and maybe keep it in your purse or your wallet or your you know in your car just so you might have a reference point to look at when you're just having those moments throughout your day that might seem to be a little bit challenging or you know where you feel like your energy is not where you want it to be or where you feel that your soul might just be experiencing and a little bit of being out of balance it's a great time to do that so do that sit back and relax and just you know continue to listen to the show and enjoy what barbara has to say barbara
0: mm-hmm.
1: how does life and soul balance help um help us to release the stress and okay how does life and soul balance help us to release the stress that's within us but in turn help us to enhance or increase our energy?
0: Well, stress creates tension. This is, I'm, I'm a trained hypnotherapist. They teach us a lot about stress because hypnotherapy, relaxation work, guided imagery, which is one of my specialties, yoga, meditation, all of those things are to release stress because they release physical, mental, and emotional tension. They help us relax and focus and tune in. In the process, when we release tension, our energy gets increased, which is really the fascinating thing that people notice when they are guided or like we're just doing now and talking about it, help to pay attention to that as it's happening in their lives from now on. But they don't know that physiologically that's part of what's happening and the benefit of stress reduction. Because when you're tense, your muscles tense up. When you're tense, your thoughts tense up. When you're stressed and worrying about what might happen in the future, you're not focusing on the present to be able to, like I was talking about with making the bed, put things in order so that the ripples from doing that in little ways on a regular basis help smooth things out so that things out, out go well in the future. uh We're having a little echo here. That's sure what that's about. There we go. Can, can you still hear me okay? Whoops. Having a little technical glitch here. Can yeah, you Let
1: me? Yeah, attention. I but it's like, oh, I guess we're talking about energy. And, boy, the energy must be really – we must be two beings of beautiful energy um, emanating from my soul from the inside out, right? So we have all this energy going, and it's maybe too much for technology to handle right now. But please so continue that on. <laughs>
0: sometimes that's happens, I've noticed, that sometimes the technology gets zapped by our energy. In fact, I, I had a computer many decades ago in the early days of – of uh, word processors and computers that, uh, you know, we we you know was having some glitches and everything. And when we did some energy work on the computer, it all calmed down. It was fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: I'm so sorry, listeners, for that. I apologize. I don't. We don't know what's happened, but apparently. We're on. Good. We're on. Some, we're on to something that you guys need to hear, and somebody—the illusion—is just trying to prevent you from getting this information. But we're back on track now, and Good. so Barbara, continue on, please. Um, All right. So yeah. we're talking
0: about tension. So there was a little bit of tension from that. You know, your your body <laughs> tenses up, your mind tenses up. It does. It reacts to what's going on and creates tension. When we relax, then we can breathe more. We can take in more oxygen, literally, into our bodies we can move with more flexibility and all these things increase not just our physical energy but our life energy because as the quantum physicists now say and the metaphysicists have been saying for centuries all those mystics and and spiritual people and you know everything's connected and everything's energy so when you have stuck energy in one place and it gets unstuck it doesn't disappear I like to think of it as getting recycled. It comes back into your energy bank so you can use it in a better way for more fun things to do. So you actually get more energy back when you unstick energy. That's why, for me, sometimes cleaning out my junk drawer for half an hour gives me energy. Or when things are stuck in my life, including, you know, jobs aren't coming, money's not coming, people aren't calling me back, things are sticky. I cleaned something out in my environment, in my physical environment, and it's amazing how it ripples and suddenly people call and things come out of the blue. But it's not so much out of the blue, it's all connected. I literally physically shifted energy in my physical environment, energy that was stuck because it was cluttered and crazy and not in order, not peaceful. And out there somewhere in my life, things rippled around and brought back in something or had someone call me back I was waiting on or new opportunities show up or things just go more smoothly, and we have flow. And all of these things relate to the four elements, which become part of the tools that I've started using and teaching because they're so simple to imagine and relate to in terms of unsticking tension and energy and stress and creating relaxation plus fueling our energy. So I hope that gives you a sense of how that works together.
1: Yeah, no, that's great. And, and it's a and perfect segue into uh, the four elements. As an Ayurvedic health practitioner, we, we right. utilize, our, you know, are in touch with the elements, and you know we say five because we include the ether in there as well.
0: Right, but and just the ether, so ether to me is all is the integration of all of them together. So I love how Ayurvedic work includes that, even though in the Western four elements,
1: there's plenty enough right. to work on with those,
0: and then the ether That's is true. like the blend of it all.
1: For sure. And for you guys out there listening, just perfect because we're moving into this, um, the four elements, when she's talking about when we mention the elements or the four elements, we're talking about earth, air, water, and fire. And so what I want to ask Barbara is right now, with regards to the four elements, it's a perfect segue into this is to increase and maintain our energy when things get crazy or we're thrown off balance or we find ourselves suddenly facing life challenges, how do we – utilize these four elements to restore a sense of normalcy and peace and calm back into um, the chaos or the challenges that might be happening for us at that moment.
0: Well, I love this whole topic. It's one of my favorite things. And believe me, I use it in my everyday life, and I keep learning more about it, and I love when other people find it helpful and share how these things are used by them because it all, it, it's all inspirational. And when we think about the four elements, they equate with body, mind, heart, and soul. That's how I like to think of them. Some people talk about them as body, mind, spirit. You know, I like to include that heart, that emotional part of things, because when you break it down, earth is the physical, not just the physical body. Most ways of looking at that think of it with the physical body first and foremost, which is valid. But it's also all the tangible things in our environment, all the stuff. I'm a collector. I love books. I love stuff. I love clippings and things on paper and all of that. So I'm a I'm a, a daytimer person versus a, um, uh, you know, digital calendar kind of person. I like the business cards and all the tangible stuff. It's all the tangible things in our life, all of it in the whole world, that tangible realm, including our bodies. The air part of things is the mental state because thoughts move at the speed of, you know, air. And the, the, the mental state, it's very fluid, you, you, you know, in, in how air is, you can't hold it. It's always moving. It can be stormy and windy, or it can be calm, breezes. It's, it's that, those thoughts that just keep moving through like clouds. You can have lots and lots of thoughts, and like the clouds, they just keep moving on. They don't land. They don't have to become a big deal. If they do, they end up becoming more tangible in some way. But our thoughts have vibration, and both the scientists, um, Dr. Emoto, who works with water, and the, the thoughts and words that get vibrated through water is one way of looking at that scientifically, which is fascinating. The quantum physicists talk about this, the, you know, that air isn't blank space. It's the energy that connects us. So there's the things we can see, feel, touch, smell that are tangible, and then there's that air energy that's the spaces in between that relates for us humans to our thoughts. The water part is one of my favorites. It's the emotions. Mm. It's that flow. It's that heart part. We can go from anger to tears to forgiveness to love in 30 seconds or less. They keep moving like water does. They keep flowing like waves do. You can feel one way about somebody one minute and another way the next. So that person may be the same person in your life. That's the tangible part of their being. But how you feel about them can be always changeable. You know, teenagers love their parents one minute and hate them the next. You could hear that all the time. (laughs) And then they love them again, you know. So that's always flowing and fluid and movable and that emotional flow. And then the fire part is that kind of spiritual part, the, the, the energy that illuminates, that sheds light on things, that helps us see the bigger picture and also fuels action. So the fire includes the, the spiritual, the soul part of things, and also has that energy of action in it. And when you think of a fire, a flame, or a campfire, or a wildfire, you know, the flames dance. You can't touch them, you can't hold them, you'll get burned, but they're always moving. So we've got the physical dense earth, that physical part of life, the always moving and, you know, busy air, the flowing water, the emotions, you know, the air being mental, the water being emotions, and that fire being that divine spark. And all four of them are needed for life to happen. They are the building blocks of life. They're the scientific things that make up everything in our world. Electricity, which is the air part of things, the water coming through our pipes, the light that goes through the electricity, through the, the wires in the building that gives us light to see things, it all works together. It's all part of our lives. And we also carry them inside our body. We've got our bones and our skin and our organs are the earth part of us and our teeth and all that dense stuff. The air is our breath. When mm-hmm. we breathe, we're alive. Our our life is actually measured from the moment we take our first breath, that's what they put on the birth certificate, to the moment of our last breath. The water, which is our blood circulating and all those other fluids within us that keep moving through us, our tears, but also our blood, which is that lifeblood. And then the Mm. fire is that temperature, that divine spark. And when, when people die, their body actually gets cold. So that divine spark is complete as well as the breath. And we carry those elements in our body all the time, everywhere we go. So it's easy to think of those four and then start to look around at your life and see what's related to your relationships and how you feel about things and what makes you feel bad, what makes you feel drained, what makes you feel depressed, what makes you feel worried, and what makes you feel hopeful or makes you laugh, makes you feel good, feels good to your body. That's all in the feeling stuff. What stimulates your mind, what helps you analyze things, which is Uh one part of the thinking, or envision things, which is the other part of the thinking, imagining what's not here yet, which is how new ideas get born. What is the physical stuff around us and, and through our bodies, and then what's that divine spark that ignites us and, and lights our passions and makes us feel spiritual and connected and part of that bigger picture? And it's easy to identify those things in our life when we start looking at it through those four little building blocks of life but using them in a different way. So then we can see, are we thinking too much? Are our thoughts and the air energy too heavy here? Maybe let we can let lighten you, it Barbara. up.
1: Go ahead. If some, if someone is okay, if someone is having, say, challenges within a relationship with regards to, um, you know, they're not seeing eye to eye with the person that they're in the relationship with, yeah. and some, I want to say, some element of heat within that, you know, anger or. Uh, frustration or even irritability, uh-huh. you know, to me, I know that's the fire, the, what we call an Ayurveda, the pitta, um, becoming out of balance. Uh-huh. How, how, What would you say to someone that is experiencing an imbalance in their fire element, what would you say to them to help them, first of all, become awakened to the imbalance, and then second of all, to bring it back into a nice, calm, balanced state? Well,
0: two things, it, again, the, the, and again, this is the difference between Chinese medicine or Vedic and the four elements, the way I use them. And they're all very similar, but slightly different distinctions. To me, I look at that through the feeling state, through the emotions, even though it's got the fire energy of, of anger, it's still in how we feel about something. So i look at, there's too much emotion going on here. Anger is way a lot of upset emotion. So what can we do that will help balance that out? I think of the the image of the scales you know, where you've got the bar on top and then the two plates hanging from either side. And on one plate, there's way too much of that angry emotional stuff. So that side is weighed down and the other side needs some things to balance it out. And instead of just um, enhancing that, Anger by thinking about it more, even sometimes talking about it more. Sometimes talking about it relieves it. depends on who you're talking to and why you're talking about it and whether you're getting some insight and relief, but sometimes it just fuels the fire. It's like pouring gasoline on the flames. But doing something physical, going and taking a walk, changing your environment, letting things sit, going and helping somebody out who's having a harder time than you are, doing things that put some energy onto the other side of the scale, the other plate that's empty or doesn't have enough on it, to balance things out often brings things more into perspective. And by doing something that makes you feel good, that may be totally unrelated to this problem person, it's really amazing how sometimes the ripples, very often in fact, the ripples happen and things clear up and that person starts getting better without you having to change them. Beautiful. Because you're Beautiful. feeling better about yourself, and that better feeling is rippling out so that that problem isn't the only thing in your face anymore.
1: Oh, I can't guarantee I that's that.
0: going to happen, but when it does, it's like magic. Because you're taking care of yourself and feeling better and doing what you can to relieve it, and sometimes it can just be as simple as going and taking a walk around the block.
1: Yes. Yes. You know, I find that... Um, When you remove yourself from the, I want to say, stimuli, you know, it's kind of like back into, you know, science or uh, chemistry 101, you remove yourself from the stimuli Mm -hmm. and put yourself in a place where um, you can be free to just let things flow out of you in a productive and healthy manner, such as going for a walk in nature or you know, removing yourself and maybe just even just going into the bathroom and just sitting there for a minute or do, and doing some deep breathing or, you know, just eat, going for a drive in your car where, you know, you're just out and about but you've removed yourself from, from that stimuli. It's amazing how things can turn around at the drop of a dime and you, you know, you're like, gosh, I, I feel so much better. I don't even know why. I allowed myself to get so heated, or so angry, or so irritated, or so frustrated about that situation, because the situation doesn't change per se. It's how it's perceived, and how you interpret it, and how you let that "quote unquote" fuel be either good or beneficial for your fire. So absolutely, it's, 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 and
0: sometimes sometimes you need to get angry to make change.
1: Exactly. Very often,
0: in exactly. Fact, if we don't do anything until it hurts bad enough, or we get angry enough. Then we'll make change. Yeah, something, and and sometimes it's also looking at the situation from another perspective. It can be writing out your feelings and writing that personal letter that you don't need to send them, but telling it, writing down everything you think and feel, stream of consciousness. That brings it from the mental, the thought, the air frequency, into the tangible earth frequency because you're writing it down on paper hopefully. You can do it on your computer, but doing it through handwritings even more tangible, and you don't have to read it back. It's to get it out of you, not to do it in a way to send it to them. I know I sometimes do that, and if I'm writing an email and it's like, oh, this is not what I'm going to send, but I write it all out, and then I can go back and edit it down to a couple of sentences that usually end up with, I'm feeling confused about this. Please call me, as opposed to you so-and-so, what are you thinking? Why are you
1: doing this? You're totally
0: wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's another great thing to do is I, I agree with you 100% is to write it out, get it out. It's kind of like, you know, how when people say go ahead and set goals for your health or your business or your life or what you want to do today or whatever it may be. If you keep it in your head, yes. it's in your yeah. head. But when you write it out, the power of the release of just writing it out, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, but you've got it out on paper, is so freeing and so uplifting. Um, and if it's a goal or something like that, so much more penetrating and, and, and uh, clear for you, then you can go forth and just be such a much more better person on that on that note. And so, yeah, I agree 100%. And so if all of you out there listening, if you do not have a journal, get a journal. If you don't want to get a journal, just get a stack of paper. But definitely do what Barbara is saying and what she's suggesting, and you will see. It's subtle, but it's also powerful because before you know it, you've changed, you've turned around, and you're feeling back Great and back in center and back in balance. But if you don't let it out and you hold it in, it festers and stirs and brews and you know it's kind of like the smoke before the fire, where you're trying to put the fire out and you still have um, a hot spot, so to speak, and you're not letting it out, and so it just re-sparks again and you replay the same scenario over and over and over because you have not allowed it to be released from your inside out and and just I thank you for sharing that.
0: Well, and it's and it's really true because it makes it tangible. Otherwise it stays in the air, the mental realm, and I don't know about you, but I'm a mental person and very much and I can think something, you know, to to the ends of the earth and beyond and imagine the worst case scenario and make up why they're doing this to me and all this stuff that isn't necessarily true or or is very unlikely to happen. And some of that is, you know, so that I can be prepared in case it does happen and I'll kind of at least thought about it and have some game plan to fall back on. It won't be a surprise. But then I don't need that because it usually doesn't happen or things shift and they're not so bad anymore, whatever it is. And yet that emotion and that, that those thoughts, the, the air and the water, are so intimately tied. They almost seem like one thing, but they're actually two things. So it's the, what am I thinking about this, and how am I thinking about it? Am I just driving myself nuts, or am I listing the pros and cons? Am I being productive about this? In which case, you can write a list. One list is the pros. One list is the cons. One list is what I really like about this person that I've forgotten in this moment. And the other list is what I don't like about them and what drives me nuts. And you can see which are the, you know, the bigger deals. Um, And then there's the how you feel about it, which is that other piece. And the feeling is separate than the thinking, but they fuel each other. Because when we feel bad, we come up with good reasons for that. And I learned this in hypnotherapy school, that sometimes this is a physiological thing. When we physically feel what is uh, medically and scientifically identified as anxiety, not depression, but anxiety, that worry, that gut feeling i uh, that i is how I feel it anyway it's, uh-huh. sometimes it's' a low blood sugar reaction, and when you eat protein, it goes away. I had a very profound experience of that when I took a blood test one morning i hadn't eaten breakfast. I was feeling like everything was wrong with my life that morning, even though nothing had changed from the night before. And I realized everything was okay. I was just feeling like everything was wrong. It was a feeling, not a truth. And so I was finding reasons to feel that way mentally. Then I went and had breakfast after the blood test, and boy, did my life look great after that. Nothing had changed but my protein level. Literally, it's a physiological feeling that earth element, that physical element that was fueling a physical feeling that, that is tied with the emotional feeling. They work together. I feel things in my body. I feel anxiety. I feel joy. I feel all those things in my body. Some people don't. Some people feel them in their thoughts first and their body second. Some feel them in their body first and then their thoughts second. It's But it's very closely tied together. And then if I'm feeling a certain way, I've got to figure out why. So then I make up reasons for it or find what's wrong when really it's not that big a deal. So right. when I ate the protein and my body sugar balanced, it was like, oh, same stuff. Everything looks great <laughs> now. And, and you bring it into that earth element when your, your emotions and your thoughts are only what's tense and what's troublesome, and when you write it out or you analyze it and make lists, or you do something physical, you do something outside the thinking more about it or feeling worse about it area, you do something that makes you feel better, that's not related to it at all, it, it helps, again, on the balance out the scale so that what's feeling bad in one area, it's not the only thing going on in your life that's, that's there. There's other things that feel good, and it all goes into perspective, which you were talking about before.
1: It's the perception yeah, that, and the
0: perspective that, that shifts and that makes all the difference.
1: That that is just marvelous information and because it's so true and you know, I can't say enough about how when you get it out, how much better you feel, but sometimes people just don't know how to get it out, and the simple task of getting it out is just to write it out on anything. And we hold tight because I know you have a lot to share with us, but this is a very important part of our show that we honor and recognize one of our sponsors, and our sponsor is um, Modern... Um, is a modern essential oil company called 21 Drops. And let me tell you guys a little bit about 21 Drops because they have some really yummy stuff that also helps to keep you balanced and in harmony and you know keeping the four elements together with, within the realm so you can be the best you can be. 21 Drops is an essential oil company, and they have a unique philosophy, knowing the fact that essential oils are the root of it all benefiting the mind, body, and spirit. They know that these fragrant and highly concentrated molecules that are extracted from the various parts of the plant, such as the leaves, the fruit, the wood, the seeds, and the flowers, are so valuable to our health and well-being because these vital molecules that are extracted from the plant actually represent a critical part of the plant's immune system and its survival mechanisms. Now, why that's important to us is because plants and man have evolved alongside each other with the same chemistry for many, many, many years. And once we take in these oils, either via inhaled or absorbed, they're absorbed into our bloodstream, they interact with our bodies, creating a sense of balance and wellness. And that is the science behind aromatherapy. Now, 21 Drops sources all their essential oils from organically grown herbs or plants that are collected from all over the globe. The result is you get the most purest, highest quality, and most effective form of the essential oils that's distilled from these plants. And what 21 Drops does is they carefully fuse together these oils to create effective, customized solutions to answer each and every one of the 21 Drops blends, which are anything from headache to heartache. 21 Drops captures this incredible power of these pure essential oils for therapeutic purposes so that they feel, so that they believe and what they feel is that when they're doing this, they're empowering in their friends, their customers to feel better and be better. So if you're looking for a modern essential oil company that has specific customized blends, or you're just looking for an essential oil that you can't find but you want it from a company that believes in organically extracting these beautiful essence from the plants, then I highly suggest that you tap into twenty one drops dot com. Again you can find them at 21 that's the number two one drops with an s dot com and you will be happy once you go to that site and discover all the beautiful essence that they have you will be so happy and trust me your mind and your body will thank you because you will be able to create a little bit more balance and wellness for your mind and your body and back to Barbara, since we are talking about creating balance and having that energized life from the inside out, it's perfect to move into... The next question that I have, because, you know, we've talked about the four elements. We've talked about how, um, you know, energizing ourselves from the inside out helps us to release our stress and increase our energy. We've talked about how we can deal with this with regards to relationships and utilizing the principles that Barbara is sharing with us. But let me ask you, Barbara, with regards to energizing our lives from the inside out, is there... One specific thing, and I know you shared a few things, but is there one specific thing that someone could do in the midst of their day when they're not at home and they're not able to be by themselves, so they're in their work environment or they might be at school or whatever it is, but they're not able to be by themselves. Is there one specific thing that a person can do to help them to energize themselves from the inside out?
0: Well, lots of things come to mind. I, I share lots of examples of them in my Living in Balance for Boomers book and my Energize Your Life with the Four Elements e-course on DailyOm.com. But one that comes to mind, I'll, I'll share two, actually, that come to mind just quickly. One is literally taking a walk. I have, I'm, have i you know, it's at my computer a lot during the day. I'm on the phone. I'm running around. But sometimes taking a walk without an eye pod without my cell phone, listening to the birds, noticing the flowers, whether you're at work, you can go out for a five-minute break and just walk around the block and slow down a little bit, and you don't have to run, you don't have to rush, you can notice what's there, you can look at the things around you, and it's like pushing the reset button, and if you're near a place where there's grass growing, which some of us aren't if we're in big buildings, but if there's a little plot of grass and you're able to, and the weather's good, if you can take off your shoes and actually stand barefooted on the grass on the ground, it actually resets your energy physically, and then ripples through the the, the emotions and the thinking and all of that because the earth actually has a pulse. It's been measured scientifically. It's called the Schumann resonance. They can measure it out in the desert, and it's actually got a heartbeat, like a drum beat. And we've lost touch with that because of all the concrete. And by wearing rubber-soled shoes, when when um, Native Americans wore moccasins and we had leather-soled shoes, the leather conducts that pulse better from the earth than rubber-soled shoes and concrete allow for. And sometimes standing on the earth can reset us just by doing that for a minute or hugging a tree literally hugging a tree you you tune in because the tree's roots are going down into the earth even if it's surrounded by concrete so tuning into that pulse is one way to do that and moving your body in a you know a blocks area to just get that energy flowing in a walking rhythm versus a mental rhythm, and when we're plugged into our electronics, we're plugged into the speed of electricity, not the speed of the body, not the speed of organic living things. So tuning that out for a, for a little bit can make a big difference there. The one other thing, because that's the earth end of the spectrum, on the spiritual end of the spectrum, is maybe having a little book. That um, where you write down phrases or quotes or things that inspire you when you run across them, a little notebook, and you can carry it with you. Or find a little book. There's lots of them that have little inspiring essays. The Chicken Soup for the Soul books are perfect for that kind of thing. And I have chapters in a couple of different anthologies. One of them is called Happiness Awaits You. It's a wonderful book you can get on Amazon that has lots of chapters by different people about creating happiness in their lives true stories but reading one little thing whether it's a quote or an affirmation or a little essay or short story that can inspire you and change your perspective by reading about it you get the the mental element by the reading by the mind part the emotional element as it makes you feel better and that spiritual connection and enlightenment all at the same time and you can do that anywhere just open in your little book and Opening it up to a page and seeing what's there for you, and using that fire element and the others connected with that process to tune you up in just a minute.
1: Mm, very I nice. Al- I'd Thank also you. like
0: to 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 drop back to to the twenty-one drops. I'm so glad they're sponsoring this show today because essential oils like that also include the four elements. The yes, they do. <laughs> And essential oils have vibrations, as you were talking about them. I love them. They're one of the tools I recommend to clients of mine because also different scents vibrate with different frequencies. The woodsy ones have the earth scent, the pine and the moss and all of that. The flowery ones have the water scent, the the emotional, because flowers and the petals and all are where the water goes. Um, the leaves get the air and the sun. They're taking that in to help nourish the plant. And the wood and the roots you were talking about are the earth part that connect the, the the blossom with the earth and sprout from the seed that's under the earth to start with and create that stem with all the nutrients in it. So the different parts of them actually contain the vibrations of the four elements all in one or through the different parts, depending on what the the essence is made of. And different essences have different vibrations. Citrus essences, lemon and grapefruit and lime, have water, tangerine. Uh, Flowers have have that vibration. Again, different ones have different vibrations, and you can find out about that, I'm sure, by checking that out through 21 Drops. I'm going to start recommending them and check that out myself and i'm going to share that with the people taking my daily Om e-course because we have a discussion group where i can post resources and fun things for people taking the the e-course which is a seven-week um, self-paced e-course with information and assignments and i can post resources in the discussion group for the people taking it and i'm going to check
1: out twenty one drops so thank you for reminding me
0: of that it's a perfect resource that covers all the bases
1: Beautiful. And you guys, I promise I will let her share about her daily e-course that she has on the Daily ohm It's a beautiful site. Um, but I just want to ask her one or two more sure. questions that I think might be pertinent for you guys to help you all out so that you can stress less and, you know, have a really fabulous life and energize your life from the inside out. I want to go back to, um, well, not really back, but I want to talk about um a little bit i want to ask you a question about relationships uh-huh. and we know how relationships you know uh good bad or indifferent or you know family friends you know colleagues at work coworkers, things of that nature your neighbors people don't you don't really know well the people at starbucks or pete's coffee or wherever you know you do have this relationship as if you go in there every day you know places that you frequent where people know you um all fabulous when you put it in the whole big ball of things but also can sometimes be taxing to us and i just want to ask you how do relationships boost or drain our energy
0: well and you can see this in business quite clearly as well as the personal relationships when you think about who in your life and and when people think about their birth family their parents their siblings their aunts and uncles it sometimes is really obvious Who drains your energy? I mean, if you go to Thanksgiving dinner, which is coming up, you know, who, when you leave there after hanging out with them for a couple of hours and eating turkey, um, you know, makes you feel exhausted. So you want to spend time with them in small doses. And who makes you feel good? I just got to spend an hour with a dear friend of mine who I haven't seen since she moved from Las Vegas to Thailand, Three years ago. She's seventy three years old. She's teaching English in Thailand and has more energy than anybody else I know. I wanna be like her when I grow up. And I got to spend an hour with her at the airport. She got dropped off. She had an hour before her flight, so I went and met her at that LA airport. And uh and every time I talk to her on the phone, which I only get to do when she's in the States, although we're gonna start Skyping once once every couple of months for sure now and got to be in her presence, her energy lifts me up, and we can just talk about nothing. And it's like we haven't seen each other in three years, and it's like we talked yesterday. So she lifts me up. So I made a point when she was in town to make sure I got to see her, and not just on the phone, not just through Facebook, but in person, and it was worth it. So who lifts you up? You go spend time with them. When you're dealing with crazy people around you who are draining your energy, because they do, make sure you go have tea or coffee or a phone call at least, not just an email exchange or a Facebook exchange with someone whose energy lifts you up. And also, when your relationships are draining, pay attention to that. Look at what's draining about it. Maybe there's an issue or a question or the other person's having a hard time and you're getting the spillover. And if you can boost your energy, it will affect theirs because you're connected. And what maybe can you do for them to help them move out of it or help lift them up? Maybe they need a helping hand and then it won't spill over and, and, and have you absorb it. And many of us absorb other people's energies.
1: Uh But when
0: we do those things that boost us up, my husband and I got in the habit, there are a couple of TV shows we like to watch together. And, you know, we're both very, very busy. We're both teachers and life coaches and writers and all of that. So he's off doing his thing. I'm off doing my thing. But, you know, we have our time together, and that gives us some glue in our relationship. And it gives us something fun to talk about as well. So we don't necessarily plan a TV night or a movie night, although sometimes we do plan it. But when we have it, it's part of that uplift and connection in our relationship that keeps us bonded. So we don't mind when the other person's off doing their thing because we love them and they're doing what they need to and it's not taking away from us. And it's just noticing those things and using what feeds you, what feeds your soul, what feeds your energy, to help add more energy to the banks when you're spending that energy or when outside people and circumstances drain you. And you start noticing who's the drains. And sometimes well, I you can avoid them if you're related to them or you're working for them. But then you can boost yourself up in the other areas so you can be there and not get so drained.
1: Beautiful. It's almost like you you protect yourself by allowing yourself to recognize who uplifts you and who's draining, and then to spend as much time with the people that uplift you um, to counterbalance those that may be draining, especially if it's someone that you work with or your boss or something like that, they may be draining. You can't get away from that. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you need to work and, you know, that's your source of income, you have to kind of deal with it. But you don't want it to bring it down or bring you down so much that, um, you know, you start – becoming really out of balance and seeing things manifest in your, your mind and body and your health and all that, that is not really in line with who you want to be. It's not really energizing to you, and it's not helping you to energize yourself from the you know inside out. So when you pay attention and you find those that are uplifting to you, it's a great way to to balance that and actually reduces the stress levels within. Now, I want you to share, because I know we're getting close to our time here, mm-hmm. I want you to share um the other books you taught, you've written a couple of other books. So I want you to just tell people what they are b- briefly, you know, what they're about and how people can get them.
0: Well, one of my books, it's actually an ebook. You can get it on amazon.com and right now it's
1: only 99
0: cents. Um it's going to end up getting raised to a big 2.99. Um <laughs> you know, probably Woo-hoo! probably after thanksgiving or so you know or maybe at the end of the year at the most i may leave it at 99 cents but and it has a lot of the four elements tips because it actually uses the four elements and 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 comes from a coaching course i taught um that uses the four elements and we focus one week at a time you know one element per week so it has tips and lists and things and it's called living in balance for boomers it was written for a company that publishes ebooks for baby boomers called Boomer Series Books. So we orient it that way, but the biggest compliment I've gotten is it's not just for baby boomers. It's useful for everybody at any age, and that's on Amazon, Living in Balance for Boomers. And, um, or you can get information on that and my other books, which aren't yet up on Amazon, but will be by the holidays, I hope. Um, and one of them is called Ready, Set, Next, which is about uh, embracing your past to empower your future, and it actually uses some neurolinguistic programming tools and exercises and has a a CD that goes with it where they're recorded in audio, but they're also written out in the book, to look at, you know, our past experiences and history through a a higher perspective and see the lessons and the, the good we get out of things as well as the challenges, and then embrace that and then be able to envision the future that we want, because everything we've done up till now has been necessary so that we can move on from here. So mm-hmm. it's about moving forward through completing that part of your past and appreciating it. And it's a really great tool for the end of the year or at a birthday time or anniversary time or any kind of place where one door is closing and others are opening, and it's a really fun process. And you can find out about that on my website, which is yourlifeandsoul.com, all spelled out, your, Y-O-U-R, lifeandsoul.com. And you can find out about some of my other books that I have chapters in and and all of that um, through my website as well. And, and you I'll can find out a bit. about my e courses through there. I now have two of them, including the Energize Your Life with the Four Elements, that's on dailyohm.com and there's a link to yes. that through my website. And that's all about using the four elements just the way we've been talking about today with exercises and fun fun tips and things you can do and lists that include some of the scents that we're talking about with the essential oils. I
1: love the connection there. Yay. And tell them a little bit more about the Daily Om because I, I I think that's just a great site. And so just you know, real quickly, tell them a you know a little bit more about that fabulous sure. site that you have, about the Daily Om.
0: It's an e course. It's a seven week e course, and you it's very affordable. It's like buying a book. The cost of a book. And you get you once you sign up and you take care of the payment and on Daily Ohm it's under their courses. There's a direct link to it from my website, but you can also find it on Daily Ohm under their courses and find it by title, Energize Your Life with the Four Elements or through Barbara Schiffman. They alphabetize under Barbara, the Bees. And there's a whole page there that talks about it. You can get info on what it covers. But then once you sign up, you get one chapter a week. It's like a seven-chapter book. You get over seven weeks, one chapter a week. And there's information. And then there's little homework and assignments, which I call life work. And those are like, you know, okay, if we're working on the earth element this week, here are some things you can do. And also sheets that you can print out, to help you keep track of what nourishes you and what drains you and what helps you be in balance and what throws you off balance and those things you're doing in their life that relate to the four elements, the earth, air, water, fire. So when you find something that works for you, you can write it down on the, on the homework list. And then when you need a boost, if you can't think of what to do, you go to your list and you wrote down something that works for you and you pick one. So it helps you keep track of all of that in a really fun way. And there's guided meditations. It's like a book with audio and 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 uh, visuals, PDFs embedded in it. It's really fun, more fun for me to write and use than an, an e-book in some ways because it's got the audios in it. And it uses the guided imagery. There's one for each of the elements and one about looking at your nourishers and, and then integrating them all at the end, bringing that ether part you were talking about.
1: Perfect. So that's at well, thank you.
0: Com, And, again, you can get there through my website, yourlifeandsoul.com.
1: Thank you so much, Barbara, for being a guest on the show today. It's been another outstanding opportunity to just listen to your wisdom and all that you had to share with us today so thank you very much
0: it's my pleasure this kind of thing energizes me by by sharing tips and tools with people and, and learning from them and I learned a lot from you today as well thank you so much you are so
1: welcome and um, thank you to all of you for listening I truly truly so much appreciate you being here and listening to the show each and every week it warms my heart and the information that we received today was so awakening and it was also very stimulating very moving and very inspiring for all of us and we can take these tips and information that barbara Schiffman shared with us and incorporate them into our lives immediately and watch things just manifest fabulously so with that i would just like to say thank you once again for listening to blissful living i am rochelle lawson and it It's always my pleasure to be your host. And as we go forth in our week, I just want to wish you peace to your mind, tranquility to your spirit, and health and fabulous wellness to your body. Take good care, and until next week, bye for now, everyone.
0: You can find out more about Rochelle on her website, Rochelle Lawson, R-O-C-H-E-L-E, Lawson, L-A-W-S-O-N, or at healthhealingwellness.com.